This is the Snug Podcast. In this episode, New GPIT Systems, Sajadim, shares its vision. The reason we have developed a number of applications is to allow them to be used across multiple healthcare settings. They are a suite of applications that can uh, interact with each other depending on your role and your need. We aim to revolutionise, but through an evolutionary process. Hello, and you are very welcome to podcast number 21 from the Scottish National Users Group. I'm Andrew McElhinney, a GP in NHS for Valley. Hope you've had a good Easter. Hopefully you're now vaccinated and are coping okay with the ceaseless task of delivering healthcare to the population. Do you feel as busy, or even busier, than you were before the pandemic? We would love to know how people are managing to triage and organise appointments for people who need seen, and also developing their use of the telephone, asynchronous consulting systems, an email, and online services. We hope to explore all these matters further later on in the year. But today, in this episode... We are thinking once more about GPIT reprovisioning. As efforts continue to develop the next generation of hosted systems, health boards in Scotland start to get their head around cohort formation and think about selection criteria. We are here to try and help you have a better understanding of what the three suppliers are doing, to try and ensure that their systems will be accredited and approved for use in Scotland. There was quite a lot of background discussion to this, uh, some of which we covered in our November podcast That was a review of the Snug Virtual Conference in November, so if you haven't heard that and are interested in the reprovisioning process, do have a listen. And I'm delighted to say there is another virtual conference in May, May the 26th. Details are on the Snug website. Have a look at the programme, especially if you're interested in how information technology helps support the healthcare you are providing in Scottish general practice. It'll be done via Teams, and again, if you want to catch up with the discussions... We'll have the recordings available on the Snug website for members. So, if you aren't a Snug member, there has never been a better time to join. Now, today, we've got a conversation about what is currently happening with vision. I'm joined by Dr. Bina Rashkes, who's a GP in Tayside. And we had a meeting on Teams with Shona Wares, who's the Head of Product Management, and Margaret McCall, the National Account Manager in Scotland for Sedgedom Healthcare Solutions, who provide the vision system. So I'm really pleased to welcome today Dr. Bina Rashkes, who has kindly agreed to ask uh, the questions. And I know you're having a a busy day today, uh, Bina. Whereabouts are you? I'm speaking from home today. I'm working remotely in Perth, in Scotland. And because you're a vision user, it's great to have you lead the discussion. But I'm also really delighted to welcome Margaret McCall and Shona Wares from Sedgedom. Um, and can I ask where you're speaking to us from? Uh, yes, certainly. Um, good afternoon. I'm speaking from uh, Perth in Scotland, also working from home. And you're Shona. Uh, sorry, yes, and I'm Shona. 
Hi, and I'm Margaret, and I too am working from home in a sunny, not very sunny, snowy Lanarkshire this morning. Ah, so we're all in Scotland. And in more normal times, I guess we'd have tried to meet up for a chat like this, but uh, we're all well used to speaking over Teams now, uh, which does save travel, I guess. Um, have, have you had to work like this for most of the last year, Margaret and Shona? Uh, yeah, certainly. We've uh, we've both been working remotely for oh, over 12 months now, so very used to it. And what are you most looking forward to being able to do again when things do open up a bit? Uh, going out for a meal with friends, I think. Yeah, meeting up with family. I've not seen my mum and... Well, I was down to my mum and dad um, last weekend, but that's been the first time in a long while, so yeah. be nice to get a hug. <laughs> Well, we can't help you today, I'm afraid. <laughs> let's let's talk about vision. Now, I'm not a vision user myself, but I do want to understand what your system provides and how the different solutions fit together. Can you tell us a bit about that? Sedgerim offers a portfolio of products that provides different solutions um, depending on our customer needs. It consists of a clinical system, we have our mobile and our shared care applications and our central reporting solution. The reason we've developed a number of applications is to allow for flexibility across the multiple healthcare settings that we have. So, for example, a shared care clinician may only need access to the clinical app or the TAS app, but they they may not need access to an appointments application. At Sedgidim, You've got a lot of experience delivering a GP system, and I believe Vision is the only one used at the moment right across the UK. So for the reprovisioning process in Scotland, will you be bringing a very different or a very new system? Or would you say it'll be more of an evolution from the the Vision system that existing users are currently familiar with? Okay, so we aim to revolutionise, but through an evolutionary process. This is to minimise the disruption to our customers. We've enhanced our existing products and we're also offering new products. So, for example, we have our new TAS application and our new appointments application. Both of these are working at practice and shared care level. This gives a, a more consistent and seamless experience if you're in primary or shared care. And we'll continue to work with our customers to replace our other applications over time. Yeah. And the task of delivering, what is it, 1,200 requirements for the new system is a fairly considerable one. How did you approach that? Uh, So we were already compliant with a a large number of the requirements because, as I say, it's an evolution of our existing system. Uh, we did have a, a large number of requirements that we stood, still did require to deliver for both the, the tranche one and tranche two, uh, which still takes up, you know, it takes up a lot of time to do the planning. There's a lot of hard work to deliver these to our customers. Um, it's important for us to look at the solution though as a whole. So our healthcare, um, the solution that we're providing to our practices isn't just about the you know a single system. It's about providing the healthcare at scale. So it will be able to, um, our customers will be able to measure and improve their patient outcomes, um, which is something I think has been really important to us as part of our solution. I'm going to hand over to Bina just in a second. Am I right in thinking then that the requirements have sort of been 
delivered gradually in a way that users can actually test? I mean, like the new appointment system, for example, that this is being given to users to actually use right now? So that's correct. Uh, we are delivering the requirements using our normal release process, and these will start to be seen in our practices for existing users in the up and coming releases. You mentioned appointments. Uh, prior to the new contract, we had delivered a new appointments application as part of our strategy to upgrade uh, this module. However, there is a version with uh, NSS just now for assurance that has the further enhancements based on the contractual requirements. Well, I'm going to I'm going to shut up now and uh, I'll, I'll hand over to Bina, who's got another few questions for you. Thanks, Bina. Thanks, Andrew. Shona and Margaret, um, as an existing vision user, uh, I'm comfortable with the screen. I know how to to um, go go around the screen and search for the information that I need. But to a new user, it might look a little bit cluttered. Is the system, the new system going to look any different? Vision anywhere? What does that look like to the user? So, uh, Bina, vision can be made to look as simple as you want it to be. You'll know that there is a large amount of configuration uh, for people that want it. Uh, if you don't and you want it to be uh, very minimalist, you, you can have that. From a vision anywhere perspective, we have taken a, a simple approach to that also. We think that it's very um, simple and easy to use for users. General practice is increasingly complex and we are getting information from lots of different systems on our desktops. So we've got Audicoms, we've got Docman, we've got a clinical system, we've got clinical portals. So is is the integration with all of these systems going to be smoother, slicker, easier for the user? So yes, vision can be made as simple as you uh, want it to be. Uh, our vision anywhere has also been made uh, really easy to use. We already support integration with clinical portals, order comms and document management from within the patient's record. Outside of our national requirements, it's also our strategy to introduce intelligent consulting. We're already engaging with a number of customers on this, although it's still at the very early design stage. Thank you. And remote working. Um, we have an issue in some health boards where the they are only allowed to use their own devices. It does vary in different health boards, uh, but for information governance and security and clinical governance reasons, some health boards say that you cannot use your own devices. Um, how, um, how are you going to try and bridge the gap between the, the, the ease and access and robust security? Okay, so this is a complex area, but one we have solved combining all the appropriate industry standard security technologies. We have introduced Vision Anywhere, which is an internet first application built to national regulations that allows the ease of working anywhere on or offline with either your own device or NHS board devices. The one big issue at the moment is uh, the fact that health board employed staff like pharmacists and nurses um, may need to log in into several different practices uh, and different systems where they um, are needing to work. And there are often far too many different logins uh, and passwords needed. Uh, now, some areas have single, single sign-on, which helps that. But if you have practices A, B, C and D and a pharmacist working across 
all of them. Um, you have an existing shared care solution vision anywhere. Is this your solution for federated working? And would those users just need one login? So yes, that's correct. We can offer Vision Anywhere shared record, shared appointments and shared tasks. All can be accessed with a single login, allowing the practice and the pharmacist to share patient information. So it's just trying to get across the point that you don't need multiple logins and that you can work across multiple practices. So um, in the appointment system, uh, it's important that we know as a GP uh, what the workload's going to be like for the day, where the free appointments are, and have a global view of the appointment system. Um, can you explain how that's going to look like in the new system? Yeah, certainly. Within our appointments application, there is a dashboard view which shows a breakdown of all appointments by clinician. So you can clearly see who is or isn't consulting if they're running on time or have a number of patients waiting. It's especially useful for other clinicians and admin staff trying to see if their colleagues are free or not, or able to see if a patient needs to be fitted in where they could fit those in. It was built for this exact purpose after receiving feedback from our users. Thank you. And moving on to Scottish functionality, how are you going to approach the need for Scottish integration um, and in interface functionality, for instance, KISS linked to Sky Gateway, Dotman, um, the new system GP to GP, will it be enabled from day one? So yeah, we have a lot of experience of the Scottish integration and interface functionality. We've been working with our Scottish customers now for a number of years to provide these. While there are new features within this contract, key functions such as Skygateway, referrals, test requesting, Docman, key information summary are all well established. gp to gp has been deployed over the past 12 months and will be available from day one. Thank you. I'm sure existing and new users will have uh, a lot of questions about the um, new system. Uh, I understand you will be providing an FAQ covering a lot of the uh, of these areas. Um, how can we access this? Yes, of course, Fiona. We'll have a frequently asked questions document um, and we'll make this available on our Scotland webpage. The account management team will share this with our customers in due course. Thank you, Margaret. And listening to users, um, we all want to see how the new system looks and feels, um, especially um, for functionality, uh, like views of historical information, new consultations, ordering tests, referring and prescribing. Uh, can you describe your strategy for listening to users and redesigning? And will you be listening to uh, the non-tech GPs or will you be able to cater for the whole range of users with different ways of working? So Sorry. our company values are built on um, listening, acting and improving. The account management team run regular user groups and the feedback from those is gathered and fed back to the product team. We have members from all countries on our focus group and we're always keen to expand on this. Our product team also engage with our customers and we'll spend time with them in the practice listening to their needs, although admittedly that's been a little trickier over the last 12 months due to COVID. But we have been doing online calls and we'll hopefully get back to visiting customers soon. Um, our new apps have been developed with direct feedback from customers in Scotland and in future we're incorporating the ability to feedback directly from within the application itself, making it even easier. 
Thank you very much. I suppose I was interested in the specific point about whether or not if you have this federated system with one person accessing the system across different practices, whether or not that means you're all tied into the same appointment system then or not? Uh, No, it's not. Uh, The care provided today is complex and there's not a one-size-fits-all. Our shared care solution was created uh, with this in mind. It's built on sharing the right information with the clinicians at the time they need it. They don't all have to share the same appointment system. They can set up the appointments to work for them rather than try and shoehorn the service into the software. So practices can share appointments uh, systems with each other, or they could have a single uh, or multiple shared uh, appointments book. So uh, what do I mean by that? So for example, you have uh, the A, B, C, D practice uh, sharing with the pharmacist. You would be able to view the records from all the practices and be able to book appointments at all practices. Uh, They may even have their own appointments book that the practice would book into. The thing that we'd like to get across, the main thing here is that vision is a suite of applications. Okay, you have the, the applications that you require installed depending on your needs. So if you are sharing, then we will give you all the modules that are required for sharing. So depending on what you need would depend on then what we installed. I think part of the problem of going forward is getting across to the user. So we're actually not, in our discussions in our health board, we're not talking about vision, EMIS, EVA. We're actually talking about systems Uh, We're making the point of talking about system A, B and C. Mm -hmm. System A is going to provide this, system B is going to provide that and system C is going to provide this. And we're not going to use supplier names because when we're in the discussions, because the minute you start putting names in, people's allegiances change. It's that unconscious bias. Yeah, I understand that. So we want to make sure we get the requirements and also for the process, because the Scottish reprovisioning process says it has to be fair, it has to be equitable. So if we talk about systems rather than rather than, you know, names, then we're going to get a much fairer understanding of what each system is going to provide for our health board. So, so if, if I'm trying to get a sound bite for you, which I'm very keen to do, um, would you call this a new vision or a vision for the future? Um, I would say a vision for the future. Yeah. I think we, we've probably gone past our allocated time. I'll just say to Margaret, Shona and Bina, um, thank you all very much for, for being here and for giving us this update. And uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to seeing the new system. Thank you. Thank you very Thanks. much. Thanks, Margaret Thank and Jenna. Thanks, Andrew. No okay, folks. Soon. Bye. Bye-bye now. There are contact links for Margaret in the podcast notes if you have questions arising from our conversation. Stand by for lots more updates on Vision and Emus and Eva at the Snug Virtual Conference in May. There are now Microsoft Teams channels set up by Snug for both Vision and Emus users to access resources and ask questions. You can contact Alex DeFranco, whose email address is in the podcast notes, if you'd like to be added to that. 
And there's also lots of information and resources on the SNUG website to help you use your GP systems more effectively. If you've enjoyed this episode of the SNUG podcast, please subscribe via Apple, Google, Spotify, or your favourite podcast app. We would love you to leave us a review or some comments. In any event, do get involved and find out what's happening in your board area about GPIT reprovisioning and the stage of your cohort formation. The systems we use every day are of crucial importance for our daily work and we must have the opportunity to have a say in how they will be chosen for us and also developed in the future. We hope to speak to the other two GP system suppliers as well in subsequent episodes. Join us again soon for another Snug podcast. Keep healthy, keep busy, and keep talking to people. Tell everyone you know to get vaccinated. Bye-bye. Vaccine, 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 vaccine. I'm begging of you, please don't hesitate. Vaccine, 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 vaccine. Because once you're dead, then that's a bit too late.